0: Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if you're on a platform that supports it, please leave us a rating and a review as that helps us to reach more people who are looking for this style of content. And for those of you who support the channel, thank you, thank you, thank you. Very much appreciate you. Heart and mind coherence is our topic for today. And I have to tell you that my entire business model, to include my logo, is predicated on this concept. I was first introduced to this some time ago when I took up a membership in the HeartMath Institute. It was there that I was able to begin to understand this unique connection they refer to as a dance between our emotions and our thoughts. The heart-brain connection is really revealing to us and to the world through this institution, obviously, that the heart has all sorts of functions that are separate and distinct from pumping blood through our body. There's all sorts of responses that take place neurologically as a result of activity that permeates from the heart. There's our whole emotional makeup, how the heart is able to interact with the proteins necessary to stimulate many of those feelings and emotions. There's a rhythmic pattern that we can find ourselves in from state to state. It's very fluid and very predictable, the waveform, when we're in a good space. Conversely, when we're not in a good space, it's chaotic, it's erratic, it lacks a sequential pattern. There's a number of other things that take place, but here's what I really want you to kind of take away as we get ready to dive into this. Heart centered living embraces empathy and compassion. These two together foster authentic connections that have a deep and abiding purpose. This deep and abiding purpose is the conduit between this heart and mind connection. It builds for us resilience, forges inner fortitude and enables us to rebound like never before and enables us to have newfound strength and gives us clarity that is akin to an out-of-body experience. It's incredibly powerful. I want to jump in today. We're going to talk about this and I'm going to try to keep this as high level as I can, but there are a number of points that we need to make today. And first is the connection. I want you to think about the connection as this neurological pathway between the heart and the brain. And the heart-brain connection shows us feelings, thoughts, and how they can become our best friends. The heart isn't just, as I shared, this blood-pumping muscle. It acts just as a conduit to help our brains and the emotions work together. And if we're doing it right, they work together for a higher good. That is to say, the dream, the goal, the aspiration we're going after, we will have the wherewithal through this unity between heart and mind to achieve that objective. There's a bountiful amount of research across the globe family that says that our hearts send special messages to our brain that affect how we see the world and how we react. The problem is we're so much in our heads that we miss the signal. Let's say the signal is something akin to intuition. Let's say the signal is something that is very close to six cents. All of these terms refer to us connecting with our higher version. You need not look too far to find the recipe for this. All you have to do is settle your mind down, focus on your heart, And become accustomed to when your heart is speaking and you'll be able to make this union. How do you do that? Step one is to get out of your head. Start to practice meditation so you can get out of your head. You can leave a meditative state and remain in that mode, in that state, in that mindset throughout the day, no matter what life throws you. You. Number two, you then begin to understand that your thoughts in your brain, they work from your previous situations, your past, your analytical components, and all of that comes together to create what science says is the male side of your being. The heart refers to the female side of your being. It does not operate on logic. It doesn't operate on analysis. It doesn't operate on previous experience. It's just simply a subtle feeling that you have that this is the right thing to do right now. It's a sort of calming effect that comes over you and says you should take action now. It's very gentle In its presentation, and you have to listen carefully to hear it. And if you can begin to put these two connectors together, i.e., understanding that your analytics, your past, your ability to reason, all of your experience in life, that's all mental, that's all brain. We want to come to a place where we really get that so that. We have awareness at a higher level when that quiet, still voice speaks to us, when that intuition is nudging us, when that so-called sixth sense is urging us to take action. We want to be in a state where we can hear that. This is how you connect the two. Because when you quiet your mind and allow your heart to be the guide, This is when some really profound things take place. There's this saying that's in vogue right now, and it's called 10x this and 10x that. Well, you wanna 10x your performance? Keep on listening, because I'm gonna tell you the next step. The next step is coherence. Now, in coherence, this is like a perfectly choreographed dance, right? But it's taking place inside of our bodies. When our hearts beat in a smooth rhythm, it sends good vibrations all throughout the body, all the way down to the cellular level. And it helps our body and all of its subsystems work together in unity. So this isn't just about our body. This is about our emotions, our minds creating balance between the two right? Not being too uptight, not being too nervous, not being too worried, not being too concerned. All of those low-level vibrations, we want to part ways with them in exchange for higher-level vibrations, like what I share with you, like what I attempt to do every single day. I attempt to do life every single day from a position of love, joy, in peace coherence helps our brains to work better along with unity that comes with having our emotions in check it keeps us feeling in an elevated state it's akin to feeling awesome it's akin to feeling how you feel after you've done a long run you didn't want to do the run but all those endorphins get released and you just feel daggum good about yourself Imagine feeling like that every single day, and this is possible through this practice. That's coherence. Now let's talk about emotional regulation a little bit more. One of the things I learned from the Heart Math Institute is that we've got to come to a point where we can steer this body in the direction that we want it to go. If you know like I know, one of the principal challenges you're going to be facing is your emotions. We talk a lot about letting go, letting go of the past, letting go of hurt, working through then letting go of trauma, all of the things that would create emotional exchanges for us that don't favor us. It's a skill that lets us sort of rule over our emotions, especially when things get tough. So instead of letting a bad feeling take over, emotional regulation says, no, we're not going to use our finite amount of energy like that. We're going to exchange that for gratitude, appreciation, thanksgiving, or maybe even kindness. And it doesn't mean that we're ignoring the feeling. We're just simply making a statement and we're holding our ground, saying that it's more important for me today, every day (laughs) for that matter, to make the decision to use my energy wisely, to not allow my emotions to dictate how I feel. Recently, we talked about how environment can impact us this way. We're not succumbing to any of those external factors. We're holding fast to what we said first thing when we woke up and entered into our meditative state, did our visualization for the day where we said our day is going to be absolutely awesome. We're holding fast to that. Having this emotional regulation is going to be one of the key factors in how you remain in this state after you leave your meditation. Now, there's another concept that's called heart-centered living. In heart-centered living, this is about seeing life with a kind and caring heart. In the world we live in, family, we are kind of programmed to really be conscious of how much money we have in our bank accounts, what title do we have, How much success have we achieved? This idea is saying none of that stuff matters. What's important is what is our contribution to the world we live in? How can we help people? How can we be selfless and care for those who are in need of assistance? This is Heart Centered Living denouncing the things that you feel that are so important to you because that's what you've been programmed to feel and think. Letting go of those and moving to a heart-centered, value-based approach. It's in this realm of feeling and giving selflessly where you're able to create stronger connections with your being And then connecting with people just becomes ultra simplified. Talk about having heightened levels of fulfillment. Talk about having heightened levels of appreciation for life. This is a mechanism that you can use independently from what we're talking about to achieve that end. And the cool part is that kindness spreads. Someone else receives that and reciprocates. And the even cooler piece is the universe rewards those who do this type of work with whatever measure you give out kindness. You're going to have that given back to you, shaken down, pressed together, and running over. So this is something that you want to grab hold of and run with. And if you've got opportunities to be kind, to be loving, to be selfless, you should run toward those because the residual effect that comes back to you is unprecedented. The final one is intuitive guidance. I talked about your sixth sense. I talked about you following a hunch, a subtle nudge. I talked about you having this push from your inner voice to go and do something, to act on something, to take action. It's like akin to a gut feeling, but it's a smart gut. Our heart has a special wisdom that often gets ignored. It's sort of like having a built-in compass for making good choices. Women use this incredibly well. Men have to learn this. But we're usually... More often than not, we're listening to our brains and our minds, and that's where we feel our wisdom resides. And so we trust that because it's the most dominant component that we're trained on as we're coming up. But our intuition works alongside thinking and brain activity helping us to, you know, really make some good choices, but from this deeper, more educated, more wisdom-based component that's within us. So following your heart's guidance, your intuition, this is going to give you a huge edge, and it's going to remove quite a few of the situations where you look back and you go, I had a feeling, I wish I had listened, It's going to remove that like anything, this process and the other processes that we've talked about are going to take time for you to practice. They're going to take time for you to begin to see the results consistently. I would encourage you to not give up. We have a tremendous number of individuals who we've taught this to. And it has worked for them flawlessly. For those who have stick to itness, it just works. And it's like anything that we put our minds and heart to, so long as we don't give up, we'll get the prize. And that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and for your attention. I do ask that you would share this on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y O R thought life no spaces. Feel free to leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.